Hey, this is uh, Triple M's homegrown right around the country, 52 stations and on the brand new listener app. It is always a treat to speak to these guys. A huge fan of them for quite some time. Spoken to them on, on Zooms, on phones, but it's an absolute pleasure to have them in town, selling out shows everywhere. Of course, I'm talking about... So walk a straight line again, never really are. You know it. You love it. Clarkson, of course. Nobody said it was easy. Now making the encore, the scientists stand. Passing through and we have... Sly Withers, Jono Sam, welcome to Melbourne. It's so good to meet you guys in person. Thank you hey so man, much for having, having us. Having us. Uh, fresh off the tour, early start today, uh, Melbourne tonight. Can you tell me what this tour has been like? I mean, it's been a long time in the making, a huge reception to this album. I've got to congratulate too. Top 10. That's yes. just awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, was that was that a buzz when you got that phone call? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, did we get a phone call? Did we get tagged? I think we got like a DM or something. Oh, did you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy. Phone two, call would have been better. <laughs> yeah. Two top 10 albums in two years is pretty pretty nuts for a couple of drop kicks from Perth, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and good company too, like Tame Impala, Daniel Johns. Yeah. Like, do you think when you guys started the band and someone told you this, that, you know, you'd be selling out a tour, like de- debuting the top 10, like it's pretty surreal, right? It is very surreal. It's, it's surreal nice. that we've been able to get away with it for so long and we're still doing it and still having fun doing it. It's um, well-deserved, though. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> and the two, I talked to me, man. What's it like to play this album live, take it on the road? So fun. Yeah. I think I think when we spoke on the phone last week, like, yeah. I think I said, like, I'm really excited to get out and play these yeah. songs because I think they're going to be fun and they are yeah. so much fun and um, the reception from the crowd to the album has been amazing. So yeah. I feel like everyone's there for the right reasons and everyone's, like, yeah. keen to get going and... Is there singing along from the very beginning? So yeah, yeah, happy days for us. It's cool. I'm kind of like watching all the stuff online as well. It's like people like singing the new songs like word for yeah. word. Like, is does that trip you out at all? It's wild. Yeah, it's like yeah, because you you never know how things are gonna kind of go down. Like we obviously believed in this record quite a lot. We definitely are pretty firm in the fact that it's like our favorite that we've made and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was just it was a bit of an unknown going in, but it's been bloody lovely to see everyone just having such a good time and getting around it so hard and stuff. Absolutely, man. You guys like a traveling family too. A few people on the road. Hell yeah. <laughs> What's that like? Because it's like you know you kind of in this small bubble when you're writing the album you're doing it and then when you take it on the road it's like it's full scale operation i saw a full pallet of merch yep. it's a full scene <laughs> with you guys you know no it is really good i think having more people like on the road with us takes the pressure off of us to be like a good group of friends you know <laughs> and what uh, that's, that's bad but like it's <laughs> no, good yeah especially like having tim our video guy there tim just takes all the pressure away from us like picking on each other yeah is <laughs> tim great. is tim is the ultimate deflection of all of the tenseness yeah <laughs> if, if ever there is any tension it's, even tension yeah that's the word that i was looking for it must be so cool now to like to like play these shows and like you're seeing the crowd from the audience you're seeing the response from the audience and then like you said you got tim on the road with you you can watch this footage back like i suppose yeah. when you're playing it live does it kind of go quickly and it's a bit of a blur but then when you kind of watch it back you're like this is like really cool yeah absolutely i think like um we're sort of just starting to kind of like level out and feel comfortable with this new set it's the longest one that we've ever done we've got like 20 songs that we get through each night oh really 20 so it's, it's really Whoa. quite long and um i think the longest we've done previously was maybe like 14 or 15 so yeah, maybe 15, yeah. yeah it's quite um quite an intense evening most of the time and yeah. For some of the theatre shows that we've been doing, it's our first time bringing a lighting tech and having our own sort of that yeah. on stage production, leveling that up. And 
I remember being like really excited to see it. And during sound check and stuff, we were watching the lights do their thing and it was awesome. And then we got on stage and they're all behind me. I couldn't see any of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, oh, damn. Um, but then, yeah, you got Tim there. So you yeah. can watch a bit of it back at the end of the night and that's always really yeah, cool. And, yeah. It must yeah. be so fun to like, uh, you know, know that you're playing these big shows as well and you can have some fun with it as well. Like take the, all this production and lighting and really kind of make it like, you know, something quite special, not only for you, but for the fans too. Yeah, it's super cool. We're like very fortunate for the kind of like trajectory we've had over the past couple of years that has yeah. put us in this position where it's like we can go into this tour or going into like beautiful theatres and like bringing a lighting tech and like just like being able to step things up a little bit each time. You know, it's it's nice to, to be in that kind of position. We're very fortunate. Yeah. yeah. Now, are people uh, hitting you up left, right and centre for spots on the door on this tour? Less than usual, actually. Oh, that's good. I think yeah. I think it's more like we're getting more generous with what we're offering. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it's like we all like we all like come together at the night of the show and tell our management how many people we've promised door spots like, to, no! and it's like, oh no, we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I think the Perth show recently we had to like maybe more than double the guest allocation oh, because really? we'd already given away so many spots. And it's like that thing too, when you like, uh, you double the guest list, you instantly know that like backstage afterwards, you have to double the rider as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is nah, it, we're not that nice. Yeah, yeah, they're paying for that. Is it like, uh, it must be like, like I was saying, like a celebration. Obviously we spoke through lockdown as well. And like, we all know how tough that was. Like being back on the road, is there like a new found sense of just not enjoyment, but and not that you took it for granted, but just like, Every gig kind of is like a celebration now, new music, you're playing to sold out gigs. It must be quite special. Yeah, I think so. I think everyone just in general, like not just us, but everyone that we come into contact with putting on the show, everyone's just really excited. No one's like, yeah. I kind of remember before all the COVID stuff maybe started happening, like you just get a vibe of like people were a bit burnt out and yes. like run down and stuff. And now, you know, years later, everyone's very much itching to get back into the full swing of things. And that's, yeah, like a really exciting thing to be a part of yeah. in the um, position that we are at the moment. Absolutely. Now, there are different forms of touring. Obviously, you can tour as a full band. We see, you know, sometimes stripped back acoustic shows. Uh, uh, fan made me uh, quite wary. This, well, sent, sent this in. Is there a future on the acapella scene for Slide with us? With, uh, like a, <laughs> oh, no. a line. This is acapella, the song. That's so it's all about the ending for me. It's very Wayne's world. <laughs> We're in the car. To be fair, it's exactly how the song goes. Yeah. Like, tell us, tell us that is yeah. not how that song goes. <laughs> Our socials are a mess. <laughs> hey, uh, dude, it's so good to have you here in person because this is a game that I play with a lot of bands. I actually had Hanson in yesterday. It was a very fun, and I wow. uh, did it with Daniel Johns too. And I've been looking forward to this because I've been following you with for quite some time. It's called. Now, this is called Memory Lane, and what it is is I go through your gig history and I find shows and I pluck random ones from the past and I want to tell you, I want you to tell me what you remember about these gigs, okay? So we're going to get back to 2017, Jack Rabbit Slims, you played a gig with this band. The Hard Axe. Yep. What do we remember about this show, if anything? I remember it, yeah, it was very awesome. clearly. It was a really fun show. It was. I remember being really nervous for that one because we were massive Heartaches fans. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it was that thing of like, at the time, we didn't understand why they didn't really want to talk to us. <laughs> yeah. and, and it was like Jackrabbit Slims is like a really small upstairs green room. Yeah. Um, so 
I think they had like just got off the plane and they were like literally sleeping <laughs> yeah. before their sound, yeah, yeah. before after their sound check. And we yeah. were like, oh my God, guys, hi. Like, <laughs> where's Lamas? Nice to meet you. Like, yeah. um, and they were like, oh, these fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys, it's sorry. okay, man. <laughs> we recorded. How was the gig? The gig uh, was sick. How was the, the show? Was we, yeah, we, it was awesome. A lot of people there early? Yeah, I think we did pretty, I think we did pretty well with the numbers and stuff. It was, it was a nice one in the sense of like, yeah, like obviously they were like knackered and stuff because touring sucks, especially when you fly to Perth. But I do remember that at the end of the night, they didn't have any of their beers and just gave us a block of beer to take hey, home. And we just that. like r- found as many backpacks as we could between <laughs> us. And we we're just like piling them in and stuff. But no, the show was sick. And it was also, it was also a special one. Cause I think that was like the first time that we kind of got any like proper recognition from like the Aussie punk scene. You know what I mean? Like until yeah. then we'd been kind of like pushing really hard to be noticed by like the bands that we loved and stuff. And that was, that was definitely the first time that it felt like, oh, this is, maybe this is working. Maybe people are going to yeah. actually, maybe the people that we care about caring about us are going to yeah. care about us. I also remember that was the first, I got, I used Ben's amp that night and it was the first time I ever used a full Marshall stack. What was that like? It was crazy. And there was <laughs> yeah. so much feedback and I was yeah. very scared. It's probably a bad idea and I should have just stuck with mine. Yeah. <laughs> was that like one of those moments where like, like you said, a band that you really like kind of look up to, where were you when you got the message for that one where you were just like, oh my God, like, do you remember all like kind of finding out? Was that a big, big thing? Yeah. I remember I freaked out. Ben DM'd us on Facebook. Oh, cool. Like personally, it wasn't even from like the Hardex Council or something. It was like his personal Facebook oh, and he like cool. sent us a message. He was like, hey, you want to play a show? We're, we're playing a show. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, let's play the show. Unreal. It was sick. Sick, man. Let's go one year later to uh, Hyperfest in Hearts Wake, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets and good friends of Triple M Tired Line, of course, Dear Seattle. Now, that was at Midland Junction. What was that like? Do you remember what time you guys were on? Uh, yeah, we were on, It was a, I think it was like mid-Arvo. Cool. Um, I actually assistant manage running that festival now, which oh, is cool. interesting. Yeah, great. Um, our manager, Skinny, like, runs that runs yep. that show. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a bloody lovely day. That was like our first, was that our first time first, hanging out with Dear Seattle and stuff? We played yeah, Mandra so. the night before, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was pro- like our first sort of feel of a festival stage and playing on that. Yeah. And I remember that my pedal board stopped working in the very beginning of the first <laughs> And I spent the first like 40 seconds trying to fix something that was going wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember we got, we got that, um, on like a crowd voting thing. Oh, cool. I think it was like a publicly voted yeah. Um, thing for us to get in it. And I was actually in Bali when we found out that we won that competition How with cool my that? friends. Yeah. Traveling around on scooters doing silly things. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. And it's always like on the big stages as well that things go wrong like instantly, right? Yeah. It's always exactly. those big gigs too. Yeah. Yeah. It was like so ready for it, so excited. Oh, the guitar's not working. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, now we're going one year later. Now the thing about these gig histories is sometimes they're accurate, some, sometimes they're not. But do you guys play a gig with? Yeah, we did yeah. a whole whole dang tour, multiple. We Tell us about a, that, man. That yeah. would have been so cool because that so would have been cool. when she was like quite established as well yeah. and like doing really well. It was yeah, it must have been so much fun. Yeah, she was. That was like her like second album touring cycle for her. I right. think it was like it was it was a few months after the Mark Hoppus song came out. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, they offered us like a full national regional tour. Whoa, and we were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? is going on um, <laughs> cool. and it was yeah it was super fun yeah it was really awesome i remember that being like such an eye-opening tour in terms of like watching that production happen and like seeing the semi-truck roll up and unload the whole stage and then yeah. pack it down at the end of the night and the people are sleeping in their car getting ready to drive it to the next place yeah um so it was like a 
big eye-opening thing of that of like there are some people you need to stay out of their way on this one yes. <laughs> they have a far more important job to do than whatever it is you're here for How could, um, yeah but no amy was like so lovely and right. like so easy to talk to and her band um joey and brad yeah i think yep yeah. um yeah they were just awesome and like they were so welcoming and took care of us and yeah it was a really fun tour to be a part of and i think that was we ended up doing like a really big run of shows in 2019 that was like well, the point of that was to get back to every regional place that we had hit on that tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was all supposed to happen within like four months of that Amy Sharp. That's like tour. the Explode Interview tour, right? Yeah, which yeah. then ballooned into like a three-year run because of all the COVID stuff. So, oh, of course. We, that was fin- we finished it in May this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like there was Melbourne shows that like didn't get ticked off until this year or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that was awesome. How weird is it when you kind of like, was that your first kind of experience where you hear about how big a band is and you have an idea of what it's like in your head, but actually traveling around and seeing the process as well. What, what was that like? Yeah, it was like discovering all of those moving parts and like sort of, I don't want to say understanding, but like getting no, totally. a broader sense of like how much goes into it that we're just not even aware of because of course. our shows just are not on that same scale. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, such a, such a cool thing to do and you know like i wouldn't have ever picked that yeah amy shark would have asked us to travel around the country with her yeah. playing shows but we had such a fun time doing it and hell yeah if man. she ever asked us again yeah I'm sure we'll say yes yeah <laughs> awesome man that's so great well let's go to uh i think it would have been new year's that year we have bands like talking falls festival vampire weekend <laughs> lime cordial and Talk to me about that. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. Well, that, I think, I think we was that our first like big festival stage set ever? Like where we had too much room? Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you kind of just like scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, we played Frio. Frio, yeah. Frio Falls and it was, we were on that like main sort of oval stage. I think we were second of the day. Yeah, it was great. nice and early. So we got to have a bit of a party after. And yeah, stuff. it was, was like, cool. you're yes. done stressing by 11.30. Uh, the best, right? It and is it was just like. Happy days from there. You've got the laminate and you're just free yeah. to go. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Do you remember who you saw? Wax. Wax. Yeah, Wax crushed it. I remember, I remember like keenly watching John Farnham backstage when he rolled up in his like. Um, I remember watching him on stage as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I was particularly intrigued by the backstage. So it was like he like rolled in in this like convoy of like top of the line Holden Commodores, <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like oh, it was just so wild to see an act like that in that world. Totally, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. like, and having to just like have a green room in a patch of grass on an oval, you know, with and all the Johnny. rest of us in bloody guitar bands yeah. and stuff. And like, yeah. Yeah. I remember being quite concerned for him because <laughs> I think his set was at like three o'clock in the afternoon. It's the middle of summer. It was, oh, of course. It was in Frio. Really hot, like, and they do the full like suit blacks. Yeah. Like the whole band. Of course. So he's like, he's hitting those high notes. Dude, totally. And you see him on the big screen. He's drenched in sweat. And we're like, <laughs> is he going to pass out? Like, he's not ready for this. Set? But it was like, it was a, really crazy because obviously like we grew up hearing that song on the radio of course like, yeah, yeah yeah it's so it's such an iconic australian song and to be like to be at a festival and see yeah you know that whole area like oval mm. full of people screaming that back at him yeah. was like yeah a, a very cool thing to to witness man music takes you to strange places right is there, is there one moment that kind of sticks out for you guys where you're just like i can't believe i'm here i can't believe who i'm talking to like a pinch yourself moment that you guys anything come to mind over the course of the career 
It happens far too regularly. Yeah, far too regularly. To, <laughs> to nail down one and yeah, just in yeah. like an unexpected way, not in like a not in like a. I think that's the way it works, right? You, you, yeah, yeah. Whether you're like you're making a toasty at the airport lounge or something, and you might see someone walking around, you're like, should I go up and say good day? We saw Paul Kelly. We saw Paul Kelly at the airport. Cool. One, one of my one of my life goals is to shake Paul Kelly's hand. Yeah. When we signed to our label, they gave us like a like a piece of paper to fill out, and <laughs> it had like goals on it. And one of my goals that I wrote was to shake Paul Kelly's hand. And we saw him at the airport one time, and I was like, "No, it's too early in my arc. <laughs> yeah. I cannot shake his hand yet. I need to earn this." <laughs> yeah. And it's like the record label need to suss this as well. It's in the contract. Uh, a little bit later, I think it was early 2020, Melbourne Billboard. You play with Illy, and I think it would have been just before this took over as well. Tones and I, do you remember playing that yeah. show? Billboard? So that was a that yeah. was a bushfire fundraiser. Cool. I think um, that song had well and truly taken over. Yeah. By okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. 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 And that was that. You know what? That was probably the weirdest DM we've ever got. Oh, so you got from Tones? Tones personally messaged oh, us, and we missed it by like a couple of days. Like, yeah, we didn't see yeah. it. Yeah, because went to the other inbox. No, I just like we like weren't in the habit of checking because. Oh, lads, come on, we're idiots. You know, <laughs> like on, this is like early 2020. It was like it was our summer holidays. We were like we we're having a bit of a chill. She yeah. commented on one of our photos, and we were losing our minds over that for like a couple of days. And we we're like, totally. oh, she's actually messaged us to yeah. to fly us over and play this like fundraiser. Oh, right, show. and that was the last thing we did before COVID, and it was 170 Russell. Yeah, 170. And then the next time we got to play Melbourne, which was about 18 months later when we were finally allowed in, we headlined 170 Russell and we sold it out. And it was like know. opening up for Tones and then 18 months later, how weird. headlining. It was crazy. It was like yeah, yeah super wild. And for people listening uh, in different parts of Australia, not in Melbourne, if you ever hear, there's a great venue to check out a band. Downstairs, great backstage room as well. Yeah. You're kind of like hovering over and having yeah, a look. For sure. Uh, let's go to this year, man. Blender. <laughs> The Strokes, Gorillas, Liam Gallagher, of course, too. Talk to me about that. I said well. I got cancelled. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were, we were on the Friday. Oh, we were on Friday. No, but we were there the whole weekend, and we had heaps of fun. We had a blast. It was, and it was like so good. Okay, it was incredibly muddy, and it was yeah. stressful at times, and it was a little heartbreaking to not get to play our set. Yeah. Getting like cancelled. There like, was a couple four hours of like before. real heartbreak moments. Um, for one, I think it was the Sunday afternoon we watched um, King Stingray, which was like an awesome, awesome set. Yeah, and they were like same time as us, same, same stage. stage. Yeah, and they right. did their Coldplay, their Coldplay like version yeah. cover. Oh, and we were all that's... sitting up on the hill like, oh, that would have been really nice. <laughs> Everyone's just like trying not to show that we're all crying. Oh, <laughs> oh, um, no, yeah, it was. See, it was definitely a shame that all of that got cancelled obviously like when it happened it was so far out of our hands that it wasn't even worth being of course so you were on the friday we were on yeah. the friday i think yeah. we were supposed to be on around like 4 4 30 or something okay. like that um so yeah we were actually watching we were standing in the amphitheater watching the gorillas sound check um yeah, right. when when we found out so yeah it was sort of it went from us being like okay we're really happy that we get to play like four o'clock on the friday and then we're done we can yeah. enjoy the weekend and then it was like you're actually on call for the rest of the weekend so if anyone <laughs> oh, for any reason yeah, pulls yeah, yeah. out okay. we're gonna throw you in their spot and then it got to like five o'clock on sunday and we were like yeah, probably not gonna happen <laughs> can you tell us what that friday night was like because i spoke to bernard fanning not too long ago because that's for people who don't know that's when all the bands went all to the you know the venues yeah. in town yeah. and, and performed did you see anyone that night 
we were staying on site. So we yeah. stayed on site that night and it okay. was just this weird kind of like party in like the backstage bar yeah, with like all the people who were there and couldn't get out. And it was just like, everyone was like, is this festival actually going to happen? It was the best Friday night party Splendor's ever seen. Yeah, it was sick. It was yeah. like, it, was it wasn't too packed weird. either because like lots of people yeah. obviously didn't make it in that day. Yeah. Um, so the, the backstage areas and like all the bars were still open for us and it was just yeah we had a had a great time yeah and we managed to like snag all of our friends who came to watch us like oh cool backstage passes and stuff so they could yeah. come in and, and hang and stuff that was a good little win um and it was because it was such chaos that day that it was like you found someone that had any kind of power and you're like hey can i get an extra backstage pass and they're like yeah sure whatever i don't care anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much going on take mine <laughs> well the good news is you're gonna probably get to do it again next year and you'll, you'll be playing later Fingers crossed. And yeah, if, the, if this makes you feel any better, we had the main support for this band that was coming internationally. We had the big Melbourne show and we're playing in a, uh, we we're playing in a place called Hanging Rock and we'd organized with this support band was let us do the main support in Melbourne and you do the main support in Sydney where they're from. So we had all our friends come, friends and family from all around Australia come to watch this one gig and then the morning of that gig, the band cancelled, oh. and that band was the Rolling Stones. Yep. So if that makes you feel any better, <laughs> yeah, 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 you Far get to out. do it, um, guys. It's been so good to have you guys in. It's been honestly a pleasure. I'm man, the Asta. Yeah, very excited. Talk to me about that. The big homecoming. That's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be sick. Um, yeah, biggest Perth show we've ever done. Yeah, which is a little scary, but yeah, very exciting at the same time. It's super cool that it's the last one of the year as well. Yeah, normally Perth's like either first in the run or some silly spot in the middle, but it's yeah. kind of nice to like finish at home this time and then it's sort yeah. of just we're straight it's into be, Christmas. and going to be really lovely. Any chance of a secret indie bar show? What's going on? Ooh, interesting. There's always you guys, a you guys, We were talking about this before. You guys kind of pioneered the secret oh, indie bar show, I reckon right? we played like 30 <laughs> gigs there, Stay, <laughs> staying at the hotel for anyone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great spot. Good spot, great crew. Shout uh, out to Marcus, what a legend. Absolutely. Hey, dudes, why I got you here, we've got to do this one more time. I mean, you, you've, done, you've done it last time, we got it again. Homegrown with Matteo. It's time for. Uh oh. It's my party or dinner. Right, party or dinner. We did this last time. I can't remember what the outcome was, but the, the aim of the game is I give you three artists. You've either got to write a song, you've got to party with them, or you've got to take them home to dinner. Okay, so the three artists you have today. We've got Aerosmith. Then we got. You may be right. Billy Joel and the third act. Stevie Nicks, right party or dinner? This is easy. I'm going to take Billy oh, Joel home for dinner. It. What are we doing? Billy Joel's coming home for dinner. Yep. <laughs> we're going to ride a song with Stevie Nicks. Yep. And then we're partying with her. Yeah, I like that. That's hectic. I would have written with Billy Joel. Yeah. Just because I feel like we're on a, a closer wavelength writing-wise. My yeah. mum's too big of a fan of <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, you right bring home for dinner. You would not have made it out alive if he did not come home for dinner. Exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. cool. Awesome, lads. Welcome. Always good to have you back. And congrats on everything. And uh, looking forward to whatever you guys are doing next year, too. Super exciting. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for Thank having you us. Thank you so man. much.